Hello and welcome to the Monsoon Podcast. It's this it sweet November rain. Currently raining a lot. Oh I'm sure it's coming through on the thing. But yeah. yeah. Damn Nicole. Is it Nicole already? Yeah. I thought she like Nicole. just hit Florida. I don't know. Or whatever. I, I don't, don't really know. know. I don't pay attention yeah. to hurricanes in November. Hurricanes. Hur- <laughs> hurricanes. Nice. So what? Who are? What's happening? What's going on? <laughs> Hi, I'm Bo. Hi, I'm Brandon. And this is Two Tunes Podcast. Two Tunes Podcast. It's been a minute since we've recorded. Yeah, I we think kind of we banked we, a few episodes, and then we, all of a sudden we're like, "Oh my god, we got to re- well, record like, and release." Every Sunday, I'd be like, "I should have reminded him and asked him if we were going to record," <laughs> and then it'd be Monday, and I'm like, "Okay, next week." Yeah, but we're good. We got a couple, <clears throat> and then I'm like, yeah, "And we now we really have to." Yeah, like this is Friday, and we, this comes out on Tuesday. Yeah. So. The fifteenth. Uh-huh. I've had some cool musical experiences in the last week. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to suck. Uh, so last Saturday, uh, at time of recording this, I saw the Harrisburg Symphony. Oh, I thought you were going to say you saw Harry Potter. No, I saw the Harrisburg Symphony, and they did their like pops concert, and it was like celebrating the ladies of jazz. So it was pretty cool. They had two singers with them. That was very good. And then the night before that, I went down to Westchester University. A former student of mine plays, mm-hmm. in, uh, or she's a music major there. And she was, uh, the, the Criterions, which is their top jazz band, was having a concert. And you she mean, is. Mean, do they collect movies? Yes. She is collection. not uh, in the band full time, but she will sub in or she will, like, if they need five trumpets, she's there. She's their go to person. So she was playing in the concert. And that was pretty cool as well. Um, they were celebrating this guy named Bob Kerno. Um, who was there to direct and he is a Westchester alum and then was in Stan Kenton's band for a while and like wrote tunes for his band and arranged things and then had his own big band for a while and was just like writing stuff and then eventually started a publishing company specifically for like jazz band charts and mostly to get like the music of Stan Kenton's bands out there like for public consumption and then like his own stuff and then other people's stuff and it's like it's this really cool like great jazz band only publishing company called sierra music publications and so he i guess maybe like 15 years ago donated basically like the sierra music publications library to westchester Mm -hmm. as sort of like a thank you you know and like him being an alumni and stuff and then just recently he has now donated basically like all of his stuff like his own personal writings and recordings and and just like so it's like the bob kerno like library now will be Mm -hmm. at westchester which is really cool cool so yeah the band the criterions band started almost 100 years ago as like a student-led jazz band and then it was student-led all the way up until i think they said like 81 yeah like when he was a student there in the 60s he led it for a couple years Mm -hmm. and then um now it's like run by faculty and stuff but it's pretty cool it was a really really good concert it was was like really good (laughs) cool I was, I was digging it so it was cool to see my student doing cool things too yeah I, like I, that stuff happens. Cool. I was like tell me when you have stuff like westchester's not that far it's not and then i came back the, uh, that monday then it was like telling my students i was like when you leave here like i don't know i'll expect you all to major in music and that's okay but like if you're doing cool things like in whatever like tell me yeah you know i, I can't guarantee i can go to stuff but it's like at California. least i know about it yeah but you know what i mean like at least i know about it or especially now like there's live streams and there's youtube and yeah. whatever like so it's, yeah it's pretty good like musical filled weekend and then i went to allentown all day for marching band which was also good but just a long day 
Yeah, so. that'll happen. Yeah. Long days, pleasant nights. Cool. Sweet November rain. Yeah. Hey, hey you like Tax Man? The song? Yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so, um, the Beatles really just like some company. Is this because we just got out of spooky season and I'm not just talking about tax time? No, I don't know that. Anyways, um, <laughs> the, the every year it's kind of been the Beatles are remastering or remixing their old records. So Paul and Ringo? <laughs> Glint, uh, Giles? Giles? Wait, what's, what's the fifth Beatle guy? The fifth Beatle? Yeah, the guy who produced them. Oh, uh, not Giles. No, no, no. Uh... Oh that's their son <sighs> i'm just forgetting the the last martin george martin george martin so george martin has a son giles martin mm-hmm. and he is the one who's remi- remixing them okay and there was an issue with um everything before 1966 okay so like they went back and they're like we can't do anything to revolver revolver was like the last record that they that they they can't like anything after that they're like oh you know we got everything on its own track uh-huh. before that they had a four track okay and they would record four things and then they would bounce it down mm-hmm. to one track so it's all baked in there mm-hmm. so like guitars drums bass something else all on one track right and you can't like oh well i'm isolate, gonna pan yeah. them you can't isolate them but then their last year that uh get back album came out yeah or movie yeah I'm still only one third of the way through that. Yeah. But what what Peter Jackson did while directing that is have people cuz he wanted to get the he wanted to get the dialogue uh-huh. out of that. And they're like is there a way to like clean that up in any way? And so they used AI to figure out how to clean the vocals part by feeding a computer everything by the Beatles and being like oh well you know we know these sounds so we can remove like the bass because the Beatles would apparently like play while they were talking so that they they couldn't be heard mm. so they did that to clean up the dialogue and it mm. worked and then when they were pr- proposed with this they're like can we do that with their music interesting as well so that one track you would essentially then run, you, then run you, four times so you could split out all the parts well or, f- you only, or more than four yeah times, you, you you can do it to split out yeah those into individuals and and giles martin was like it actually sounds pretty good hmm. so they remixed it and I, the reason i keep bringing i mean i'm i've been bringing up tax men in, in life since since hearing this because it's a great example of like what what you what happened so with tax man everything's on the left in, okay. in the in the stereo mix so first off like the stereo was a novelty mm-hmm. it's just like we'll just put things here and there and it doesn't really matter like 5.1 surround sound like you could be like well we want to p-, like if you go in thinking that we're gonna make it feel like you're there you can do that mm-hmm. in 5.1 music mixes but nobody buys it it's mm-hmm. not really a thing that people do people right. are just like stereo or like at because well, you don't listen to music in surround generally yes exactly and then they're trying to do it with atmos right but like i don't like i'm i sorry i like those ideas of time to clean up six period yeah (laughs) 
um, I like those ideas of, of pushing boundaries and like making you feel like you're there. But I also like the, the, the artistic, um, or creative ways of using it. So, mm-hmm. uh, Nine Inch Nails did a stereo or a, a 5.1 mix where part of the song was in the front speakers and then another part was in the back speakers. And it would like, that was really cool and interesting. By the way, but, I saw a t-shirt I want to get you. Yeah. Do it's, it. It's the NIN logo. Yeah. And then it says Nickelback is neat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. Um, wow. That's funny. Um, now I'm losing my train of thought. Sorry. <clears throat> so it's a novelty. Yeah. Right. Stereo mm-hmm. in the '60s, novelty. Every like their their mixes were like it's the mono mix. That's all we need is the mm-hmm. mono mix. Um, so in in Taxman, the way that they did it in the stereo mix is they put almost everything in the left. Okay. And then like two or three things on the right that just happen sporadically. And when you listen in headphones, you feel disjointed and lopsided, yeah. and it just it just feels bad. Yeah, I've had that happen where you listen to like some of those older mixes and stuff and like that. Yeah, you just you feel like my head yeah. just like lean to the left because so, all the sounds over there. So they cleaned it up and now like, oh the drums are center, the vocals are center, like then you have like guitar and bass or like the two guitars panned left and right, the set, the high you know, like it's all there now and you mm-hmm. can actually like, oh, okay, this works. It's much better to listen to. Um, some of the things you didn't really need to change mm-hmm. because they're like, oh, you know, well, we'll put this on the left and this on the right and here in the center. Um, but Taxman is one of the ones that you're like, and that's the opening track of that record. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, why? I would not listen to this, but no one was in it. No one was listening to it in stereo. They were listening to it in mono. Right. I don't know why I came up with that. I don't know. It's really interesting though. Yeah. I like Revolver. Revolver is one of those albums I think that. I mean, like, it's got yeah. great tracks on it, but mm-hmm. I, I don't hear people talk about that one as much. I do. That and Rubber Soul. I feel like that one... I think Revolver Revolver is the thing that spurred um, Brian, the guy from the Beach Boys. Oh, Brian... Um, We're really bad oh with last gosh. names. <laughs> Brian Wilson. Yeah. That's what spurred him on to do Pet Sounds. Mm. And then Pet Sounds influenced Paul McCartney to do... Um, I want to say it's Sergeant Pepper, but maybe that's it's, what I was going to say. But I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't. Re- I'm I'm not a huge Beatles fan. Mm-hmm. I just kind of dove in this past week. If you were talking to me in sixth grade, yeah, I could tell you a lot of stuff. I got yeah. like real into the Beatles in sixth grade. If but I the, had the internet, then I would have been dangerous. <laughs> like every <laughs> single thing. I had a friend uh, who was really into. Um, the Titanic and knew everything about mm. the Titanic from National Geographic. And that was around the time that like they discovered it and they're like, Oh my God, there it is. Yeah. Um, Did you know Milton Hershey was supposed to be on the Titanic? No. Do you know that that's a, 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 a company town? What? Well, go, go watch the knowing better video about company towns. Okay. Company towns. Like, even though they sound great, sometimes they're not, because they're like, yeah, we own the house you live in. So go ahead. Mm. Quit your job. <laughs> Where are you going to live now? Yeah. Um, but the Beatles, the first, like, three tracks are, like, different flavors of the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Where, like, earlier on it was, like, the Beatles. And then as you get further along, then it becomes... This is a George song. The, the, yes, song. exactly. Like, yeah, 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 totally. Like, there's more individualness mm-hmm. to them. 
And now that we've done 12 minutes on the Beatles, we talk about two tunes. Yeah. And I have one tune and you have one tune. Yes. And my tune. Are you first not, this week? It, yes, I am. I am not the most, it's not the most uh, popular song off this record. Is it your favorite song off the record? I, I mean, I would assume if you're. I, so this is my emo record. Yeah. Where like, I, I felt this. Yeah. Right. Like this was one of the songs that's like, yeah, Mm -hmm. this isn't what got me into the band. The, Mm -hmm. the got me into the band was bleed American Mm. because if you listen, right. Like that opening track. Great. Great. Uh, and then like some other things like the, I forget what song it is, but because there's a part where it goes, do, do, da, do, 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 da, da, do, do, da, do, 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 da, da, do, do, da, do, 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 da, da, do, By the way, Bleed American is not the song with those lyrics. You're right. What? That's sweetness. Oh, you're right. What is Bleed American? Hang on. I got to pull it up here. I mean, I could just pull it up because. That's Bleed American. Yeah. Sweetness also would be. Could you imagine yeah. if the album started like like this? Yeah, right. Great. Wouldn't that be a great like? But th- there's there's another song. But the, you the, need the guitar riff right away first. Yeah, the 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 song that I was just singing, the do do dan dan do do dan dan do do dan. The 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 beginning of it is just like so, that's like the bridge. What I'm singing is the mm-hmm. bridge, um, and it's two guitar parts where one part is like do do. Doo doo, doo doo. While the other guitar part is like, which and then I don't know if they're pan left and right, but it's just like it's so cool. Um, I like that record a lot, and yeah. it's not like so ever. I listen to it a ton. Like, you know, like when you can like I remember listening to the record in this specific mm-hmm. location. Like that's one of the records where I can be like, I mean, I'm in. I was I was on my way to a wedding. Uh, my cousin's wedding. I don't know where the wedding was though, but I'm like in the back of a car. It's driving, just listening to it on repeat over mm-hmm. and over and over and over again. I'm like, this song's so cool. I love it. And then also other things like this song, uh, the emo in me. Yeah. I, I want to fall in love tonight. Yeah. Like that's, but there's also like some really cool part. Anyways, let's get into well, it. I was going to say before we yeah. get into it. So no. like everybody knows the middle. Yeah, and that's my least favorite song <laughs> of them because uh, yeah. it's not not because it's like hipster. Uh, d- d- I like their underground. Like yeah. it's too popular. And it's like, but I think I've mentioned it before. Like I don't like that song because <clears throat> it was featured prominently in some um some movie. Like yeah. they played the whole song. It's oh, just yeah. a montage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Angelina Jolie. Like yeah, it's talk, what if, talked about this before, yeah, yeah where i'm like i don't like that song because like that's what i'm thinking of when i see hear that song i don't hear the the anthem of mm-hmm. a generation yeah where the album is really good yeah but by the way i don't really like any of their other music like i'm not a huge so, gb world fan but this album is yeah so i great. what i was gonna say about this album is for whatever reason i never owned it i loved the middle I don't know why I didn't buy the CD back in what 2001. Yeah. Um, I didn't really honestly listen to the album until a few years later. Um, and then it has now since become one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, I don't know what, what it was about that. I never got it. It's kind of weird. Man. I don't know if it was like 
that whole thing of like they're just they were i don't know i don't know it wouldn't have been me like oh they're like too cool or whatever no because i like i really like the song but i don't know if it was a thing of like people hating on it and i was like well i guess i won't get that i don't know i'm not, not, not sure I need it took to me a few years to, to actually get to the album also i've talked about this album like with other people i don't think we've talked about it specifically mm-hmm. uh without your house as track four yeah like that would be a killer opening lineup of an album of bleed american appraise chorus the middle and then sweetness is like your first four yeah would be killer your house is a it's 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 fine it's probably my least favorite song on this album yeah uh hear you me i used to really really love and then i just heard it a million times and yeah. done poorly a million times i think the get it faster is the one that i'm thinking of where it's like the interesting uh guitar remember. i know what you're talking about though um but yeah it's it's a really good album it's it's it is generally a no skips album for me depending on my mood there there are songs that like just get to the good part yeah like i think i think get it faster like the beginning is just like way too long okay it's just like the one yeah. that like there's just sounds and mm-hmm. then dun, 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 like yeah. really really slope like a minute of intro just randomness yeah and then finally the song hits and it's or like starts and it's really quiet yeah like dun, 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 i'm getting out but like really quiet yeah um yeah i like this album. i know people really like clarity a lot <laughs> oh yeah it wasn't clarity right before this uh or right after uh no right after this was futures oh i know people like futures as well oh yeah again i just never really i think clarity was right before this you're right um so i got this album before 99 yeah. september when they then changed the name of the album and i'm like why doesn't i don't get it which I did. Oh. I do now get why they changed the name. Yeah. But it's Bleed American. It's not their self-title to me. Yeah. Um, but that means I got it between July, probably got it in August mm-hmm. of 2001. Gotcha. Possibly. Anyways, here hear is it. a praise chorus featuring Davy Van Bohl. I don't know. Who's that? Is that just the singer? It's a singer, but I don't know what he actually sings in it. But it's in the in the courses like sing, uh, come on, Davy, sing me something that I know. What's his last name? Uh, v o n b o h l e n. Davy, Davy von Bolen. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Oh, he oh, is, is he sings in the Promise Ring. Yeah. And was also in Captain Jazz. Okay, so here's, here's go. I don't think I ever knew that he was on this. By the way, I'm currently reading a book called A Million Miles. Yeah. And it's like a fictional but based on real life kind of memoir. Uh, by this person who runs like a record label and stuff and about again not necessarily her exact story but she's this character who's basically her is like goes on tour with this band as like their manager yeah and stuff and like just what that's like to be on the road the band is called crimson and clover yeah which is referenced in this song and at the start of the book they are opening for jimmy world (laughs) okay so i thought that was kind of cool i'm gonna pause it right so like 
you talked over all the lyrics. Yeah, sorry. But like, as far as uh, I, I'm not the lyric guy. Everybody knows this that, yeah. that has listened to this podcast. Um, but all of this 2002 me would have been screaming along what, what, and crying what, in your car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you are you gonna live your life wondering, standing in the back, looking around? Are you gonna waste your time thinking how you've grown up or how you missed out? I feel that way. Did I? Did I don't? Because like tonight, I, I want to go see Cat Bite, but it's right. there's a hurricane going on, yeah. so I'm like, I don't really want to go. But I'm like, I should I should go. Yeah. Uh, things are never uh, never gonna be the way you want, and that's that's where no, we're not. Uh, things are never going to be the way you want. Where Where's it going to get you acting serious? Things are never going to be quite what you want. Even at 25, you mm-hmm. got to start sometime. Meaning, like, you know, go do things. Like, yeah. like, uh, I'm on the floor. I'm good to go. Go out dancing, man. Yeah. To do karaoke. Yeah. God, I miss karaoke. <clears throat> it's like no one around here that does it anymore. Yeah. Or they'll do it at, like, a shitty bar situation I like the harmony that that yeah. comes in the second verse and also how it's panned yeah it's like all the way over the left I don't I mean, I like the. S- 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 I like it, uh-huh. but I can't. I don't know it, even though I've been hearing it for twenty years. Yeah, twenty years. What do you mean you don't know it? Like you can't sing along to that part? Yeah, I'm just like I. I know it comes in, but I don't know how many. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how many times. Like, yeah. Yeah. I saw a TikTok the other day. Was like, what's your weird skill that you have? And the guy was like, I know how many I knows. Uh, what's his name says in that song like I know I know I know I know I know yeah yeah (laughs) that's funny chorus I like that they change this part up later in the song when they do the just the minds instead of the my uh, I think gotcha all right, so we are now entering the part that is uh, stolen lyrics. Mm-hmm. So, Crimson and Clover. Yeah. By who? Who does that? Song? Yeah, that's that's what that I'm asking you. Don't look it up. A friend of mine got a Crimson Clover nice. tattoo because of the song. Thirteenth Floor Elevators. Is that who it was? It's just a random band from the '60s that I know the name of. I'm looking it up. It's not. No, I have it. I already have it. I'm looking it up. All right. Uh, T- Tommy Jones and the uh, Shondells. Crimson and Clover is the song. Crimson and Clover. Crimson oh, yeah. Some continue. Yeah, yeah. Over and over. Okay, you better not be looking at this now. All right, so next line is. House in the middle of the street. Name that song. Our house. In the middle of the street. And who's it by? Our house. Who's it by? You're right. Is it a well-known band? Yeah. Like, okay. Album cover, they're all like leaning back and they're in a line. I've seen it a lot on TikTok. No, I don't get it. Uh, Madness. 
Uh, All right. Really? Yeah. So then this song. They're technically a scabby. Did we ever meet? Why did we ever meet? The song name is Why Did We Ever Meet by The Promise Ring. Uh, and then. So st- did my rock and roll fantasy. Rock and roll fantasy by Bad Company. Don't, don't, don't let start. Don't let start by They Might Be Giants. Did we ever part? Why did we all ever part? Uh, the Promise Ring. Mm-hmm. All of my everything. And then. So is that the guy from The Promise Ring singing that part, I assume? I don't know. But uh, Kickstart My Rock and Roll Heart, Motley Crue, Kickstart My Heart. So I'm going to go back through that because it's a great, it's great. So this is him. So when he says about, like, I just need to hear a song I know, I just want to get out there and do it. Like, yeah, yeah. this is just an homage to it's, it's, all of those songs uh, what, what, that had an influence Okay, or so this is not the first time that we've heard this idea. Yeah, I was going to say. we there, there's, there's three that I can name, and this is the middle. Okay. Ha ha ha. Uh-huh. This is the middle of it. Before Stevie Wonder. There's a Stevie Wonder song where he just like names things. Isn't it like Sir Duke? Sir Duke, he talks about different people. Yeah. But that's what I'm talking about. Like these are things that I like. Oh, sure. Okay. And then um after this, there's a Weezer song, um, My Heart Songs. That's uh-huh. just talking about all of the songs that that, oh, that, that, that Rivers yeah. loves. And I'm like, that's such a great song. And like, yeah. I understand. Like, everyone can kind of relate to that. Yeah. Even if these aren't the songs, you have songs. So, yeah. like, you could fill in whatever you wanted to hear. This is just their, like, these seven songs that. Dude, are this songs. is also making me think of, at least with the Stevie thing, like mentioning different artists and different things. Like, mm-hmm. uh, do you know the song Tamara is a Punk by the Queers? I know the name of it, but I don't. I think, it's, I think that's the song. And he's, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's one. Yeah, because he's saying about, like, Tamara's a punk and I wish she was my girl. But mm-hmm. he's, like, name-dropping, like, all these bands that they've played with and oh, stuff yeah, and, like, yeah, all yeah. these artists that he knows. He's, like, he's like I've, I, I know Gigi Allen. I've, I've played with, like, Ben Weasel and, like, all these different all mm-hmm. these different people. And it's, like, but she's, I don't know, she's not impressed. She's yeah. a cool punk girl. So here's the <laughs> whole bridge, yeah. the praised songs. Does this mean I'm not allowed to talk? Don't talk. Yeah, and then it goes into the chorus. Yeah, but which is a little different. It's a little bit, a little bit harder. More, yeah. I don't want to say screamy because it's not screamy at all. But no, like harder, em- harder emphasis. Vocals. Hey, there's the bell. Hey, there's the bell. Five minutes from now. So the next time they do that, they don't do the ma thing. Little turnaround there with the another turnaround. And all of those uh, songwriters, I think they didn't put it on originally, but then they're like, uh, "Yeah, there's lawsuits coming, and you totally stole all those lines." So you have to put them as songwriters. That's silly. 
I get it, I guess, to an extent. But I think so. I don't. I don't really yeah. absolutely one hundred percent. Well, what I was going to say about the Some bridge is I like a bridge or a section of a song that does that, where there's like two very distinct melodic ideas happening. I feel like the pop punk emo thing of mm-hmm. this era did that a lot. Fall Out Boy does it a bunch. I don't know if Panic ever really did it. But just that, like, you've got your main, like, your lead singer singing one thing, and then you're sort of, like, backup singer singing the other thing. Like, But they're, like, two kind of intersecting melodies with different lyrics and different stuff happening. Mm-hmm. I, I like that idea. And it's usually sort of done in this format. You sort of introduce the one part that's going to continue, and then you introduce the other part over top. So, yeah, I like that when that happens. Cool. And as we think, maybe it was the guy from The Promise Ring that was doing it. I don't know what or they Davey just actually sings. I mean, it says that he's on it. Now. Well, he's got to be like doing featuring. He's got to be doing one of those parts, but in the bridge, it's like they sent a recording to him and said a friend of the band and asked him to sing us something that we know. But it it doesn't say what was he doing the Crimson it, and Clover maybe, thing then? Maybe no. Well, maybe I don't know. I mean, there, I don't know his voice distinctly enough to yeah. be like. Oh, I was, was going to ask, like, did you ever listen to the Promise Ring? I probably have a record. I I don't, and I'm I'm sure maybe I've heard them on a compilation, but they're a band again that I've been aware of for a long time, but just have never gotten into. Maybe I should give them a try because I did the same thing with the Wonder Years, and now I really like them. So, man, that album is so good. That new the home goes on forever. Maybe I don't know if I have their. It's their last record, Wood and Water, or Wood slash Water. Okay. Um, that is the only one that I can say maybe. I have. There's one I can picture. Visually. It's like a white cover with like some something. Thirty something. degrees everywhere. Is that what it is? It's got like yellow and orange pictures. Uh, or is it nothing? Nope, feels that's good. the one. Nothing feels good is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's got like there's like a there's a building. I was gonna say it's like a diner, but it's not a diner. It looks like it's like an amusement park or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's the one I can picture. But I've I never love... listened to it. Yeah, I'm sure I'm missing out. Probably. We're going to take a short break. Okay. <laughs> so we paused because the bell was ringing. Well, it was going to ring. Now, now, now we have um, 30 minutes. 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Okay. 20 minutes, it'll it'll ring again. Great. It's awesome. Did you it's have not, another point to bring up before? No, that's why I was like, we're okay. done with that one. Now we get to go to your song. My song. Here's a question. <laughs> It's not Miles Davis. It's no, it's not the Miles Davis. It's, it's Miles a Davis. Different Miles Davis. Because <laughs> I'm like, that's not, those are two white guys it's on the, the cover. It's the Y in the name of yeah, Miles. Yeah, like why would you? So, uh, there's a record label called RVNG, which I believe is Revenge, but I'm not actually sure. Uh, RVNG International, and I've been following them for a while, uh, listening to some different releases of theirs and stuff. Uh, they got a cool thing going. They're kind of like this indie record label and they release like jazz and they release like kind of out there stuff and pseudo classical things and it's it's really interesting it's 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 kind of a cool label if you've not heard them before check them out um and then they put out this thing like a couple months ago uh like august i guess and like oh yeah this miles davis so like i was instantly draw i saw miles davis yeah and I, even though i saw it was spelled differently i was like, like okay uh, i'm intrigued to at least like look at what this is but it's like miles davis and ray Hermann or Hermann. it's very german looking and it says like this 
they're releasing this single by them and i'm like okay let me check it out and i was like oh this is this is interesting this is kind of cool and it's like yeah we're we're releasing the album uh you can buy it's like 20 bucks or whatever and i was like cool i'll get this this sounds really cool and i didn't even like really pay attention to what it was Mm -hmm. and so i couldn't so there's an article on their website about this single but it will not open up on my phone um i think the link's just like dead or whatever so you can like read the link about the album sort of so basically what happens what happened is uh, actually i don't even really know to be honest but in like 1984 when this album was released and printed Mm -hmm. something happened where it just like didn't get out there or or they found like 700 original sealed copies of this somewhere like in a basement and so that's what they released. So this album that I bought, I also didn't realize this. I thought it was like a repressing kind of thing. Like, oh, this like cool album from the 80s of this like weird electronic music and whatever. We like we like repressed it and we're putting it out. It's like, no, I what I bought was an album from 1984 that has was factory sealed and was never opened mm-hmm. and has just been sitting somewhere for like 40 years. Yeah. So that's what I bought. <laughs> and it's cool. Yeah, uh, but it's pretty neat. So yeah, I, I, I really don't know much about these guys other than that they are sort of like electronic music artists, and it's it's got some cool stuff to it. I was hooked. This was the, the single that I heard, and I was into it, and that's what made me buy it. And then I found out more about it afterwards. So I don't have like a ton to say, but it's it's interesting. Okay. I thought you might dig it. Maybe you don't. I do, but I it's, it would it's, kind of be it up is, your alley. It is, but I would not bring it to this podcast. Okay. And it's not like, oh, I got, I got to listen to this. This is my jam. It's it's like music like this, which we'll hear in like five seconds or so, yeah. um, isn't something I'm like, oh, my God, that that artist. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like, yeah, I dig all this stuff. And it's yeah. just like you just go between yeah. I just thought it was things. neat and different, and I, so I wanted to bring it yeah. and share it. So it came out in 1994? 1984. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Like, I would make this. The album is called Hybrid Vigor. Yeah, original stock copies of this, privately pressed in 84. New old stock, so NOS. Yeah. This is NOS vinyl. Sealed, unplayed, manufactured on beautiful audiophile vinyl at the widely regarded Europa disc. Yeah, but it's not colored, so I'm not going to buy it. (laughs) And then you also get, there's a, um, you get a bonus thing with it of um, like 60 minutes of them doing some like improvisational things, which is kind of cool. There's, um... Oh, where are you? There's this record label. I think it's called Leaving Record. Okay. And they have. Where are you? So can you pause for a second? I know because re- it's so. <laughs> well, because it's just you kind of like I encourage people to like actually listen to it without us talking over it. Um, so I just want to read like a little bit from from it. Um, 
So you have a privately pressed album documenting an enterprising spirit that appears once in a lifetime. The young learning uh, mind is open to influence and create blah, 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 a bunch of like crazy stuff. Um, so at the turn of the 70s, it says Miles and Ray met working at uh, a Nine West. Do you know what a Nine West is? I do not. It is a women's shoe company. Okay. <laughs> uh, they met working there. Uh, not even at like the like a store they were like working like making the shoes or whatever um and so they kind of met and then just bonded over like their their backgrounds in jazz actually although miles davis was a guitar player and ray was a drummer um and then they kind of got working together in um this basement in connecticut like which is like near where they they lived and they were just like creating all these different sounds and using different things and there's a bunch of like tech stuff here that you would understand um they drove to New York City to buy a Ramsa board and Tascam 88 tape machine. And they have their Neumann and AKG microphones. Wait, which, which, which Tascam machine? Uh, Tascam 80-8. Okay. So, do you know what a Ramsa board is? No. Yeah. Not off the top of my head. Um, so, basically, they built their own <laughs> recording studio in this basement. Yeah. And, like, cobbled together with different things. And so... Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I, I actually have not listened to the rest of the album yet. Um, just been like kind of busy with different stuff. But yeah, like I said, this was the first song I heard, and I was intrigued by it. So it reminds me of stuff off Leaving Records, okay. which is very experimental yeah. stuff. But um, Sam Gendel, G E N D E L. What's a Gendel? Gendel, maybe Sam Gendel and Sam Wilkes. Um, saxophone. And, but phone with an F, not a PH. Okay. Uh, and bass guitar. Is it German? I, I don't know. But they, you've probably heard one of the, one of their names, their music. They, they just like work with a whole bunch of people. Okay. But it's like saxophone and bass improv okay. stuff that they're just like, this is cool. Let's release it. Yeah. Um, but there's other people, but it's, it's very experimental stuff and, mm-hmm. and it's not your, your typical let's sell it because it'll sell yeah. and everyone will like it. It's right. like, no, 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 let's, let's put it out there because it's weird and yeah. And let's be weird. Yeah. Anyways. I do like the, as a record collector, like the, I don't know, novelty of, or, or just uniqueness of the fact that this is an album that was just like sitting around for 40 years. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Like I said, I, when I bought it, I thought it was just like a repressing. That's funny. And I, and I was into it. No, it's new old stock. That. Yeah. Part of me almost wants to buy another copy and like leave it sealed because I did take it out of the. Yeah. In trying to better preserve and take care of my records and stuff, um, I've been buying like different like inner sleeves and outer sleeves and all kinds of different stuff. But also yeah. like seeing like just like watching like different videos and reading things about how to take care of stuff. And they're like, unless you're gonna leave it sealed forever and never open it, take the factory seal off of it because it's just gonna end up like bowing the. Yes. The the cardboard, basically. Okay. You know what I'm saying? There's like the shrink wrap. The shrink wrap stuff, yeah. Like, like if it's already been opened and it's still kind of on the thing, just take it off. Okay. If you're going to keep something sealed and never open it, then right. that's fine. Okay. Thank you for letting me know that. Yeah. Because I have just like kind of like kind of like cut. slit the thing yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i've done that for a while too but they're like nah it's just gonna mess it up over time so like like i want to listen to this but i also want to like continue yeah. the so there's um they have records they 
they don't have the the shrink wrap. Mm-hmm. They they put it in bags. Oh right, yeah. For you, um, I just got the new Deer Hunter on vinyl, and that was in a in a sleeve. Yeah. Uh, not factory sealed shrink wrap, but like all of the um, Bad Time Records, they're all shrink wrapped. Mm-hmm. So I need to like, okay, I'll just take this out. Yeah. I just signed up for their 2023 record club. Ooh. So everything that they make next year, they will have. Well, not everything. Some things they don't like put in there. They're like, here's our plan for 2023. This is what they'll get. And then if something like, ooh, we want to do this thing, or like that's not part of the club. Yeah. So. That's cool. And see, I don't know where, like, these vocals are taken from. Is it just them, like, reading poetry and stories Maybe. or something? Yeah. It's it's cool. I, I dig it. Like I said, I need to, I just need to, like, sit down with the album and listen to it. I don't think you can actually find the album on streaming. There's, like, a couple singles. Oh, so this is, like, one of the singles. It's not the so, album. Well, like I said, this was the first single that I heard, and it intrigued me enough to buy... <laughs> the album okay um only hearing this and i was like oh this is cool yeah like even when you search miles davis spelled spelled the way this guy spells it it's like you just get trumpet miles davis yeah there are one two three singles it looks like on spotify but not the album yet so this one romantic history then break a match and then shadow of a doubt even though the album, they they released it back in August, so mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it's kind of cool. I would encourage people to check it out and listen to it without us talking over. Yep. Anything else for this week, Bo? No. Bo Jack Horseman. What What do you know about disc Discog? Discogs. I've never used it. Okay, I don't even know what it is. I mean, uh, I kind of know what it is, but I don't really know what it we is. We can discuss off air because I don't want to like say a million wrong things and people will be mad about it yeah so is that everything that's everything cool. hey uh, join the discord yeah the link's in the description follow us on Instagram and tell us when I do things oh. wrong okay I'll, I'll fess up here so uh, we started this new format on the Instagram a few weeks ago I think like episode 93 is where I started it I know it's a weird spot to start but I just made the, the thing and so we're doing it so on that I, I continue to do what I've been doing where I sort of combine the album covers, but then I also was putting like, it has our, lo- has our name and has our, um, like the episode number and the artist names and stuff. And so that way it's like a kind of a cohesive look from episode to episode. And so was it 96? I think. Yeah, it was episode yeah. 96. It, okay. So it was when I was going to post episode 97, which was last week's. Yeah. I, noticed because i usually will like go to the previous post and just like what number was this what number are we on yeah and then i was like wait a second that's the wrong number so i had episode 95 listed twice in a row that was the first mistake i found i was hoping you would have and then the other empted no then then the other mistake i found was that i listed the wrong artist with episode 95 yeah which means we tagged the wrong artist (laughs) the wrong thing oh my gosh i felt like such an idiot so then i had to go there's no way to like really edit posts on instagram you can like with multi-picture posts you can delete yeah part of it but you can't add Mm -hmm. so i had to like remake an entire post 
and then make the 97 post and then yeah feel like a complete jackass so because you are yeah anyway but follow us on those things and then pay attention to <laughs> and help us out and help, help us, us out yeah not make Our idiot mistakes rinky dink operation cool all right episode 99 like next week covers next week covers and then yeah and covers covers bye bye